Hi, I'm Jackie. And I'm Sam. And we live in Orlando, Florida. The theme park capital of the world. We each have our own YouTube channels. And in this podcast, we'll be sharing more about our lives, our travels, our theme park enthusiasm, what's going on in the world. And more. And we're excited today to bring you episode 11 of Expedition Enthused, a theme park podcast. Wow. It's been an action-packed couple of weeks. We have so much to share with you. Where are we going to start? Because there is a lot. We celebrated your birthday. I mean, you know I love Halloween Horror Nights. So to get a little taste of Halloween Horror Nights on my birthday, what more can someone ask for? Bear in mind my birthday is in August, nowhere near Halloween. That's right. We had a taste of terror literally on Sam's birthday. So this is a specialty new event that Universal is doing for the first time this year that is taking place before Halloween Horror Nights opens for the year, featuring a bunch of the food that will be at the event. They've never done anything like this before. It's really interesting that they decided to try this out, whereas in previous years, they did open some of the food booths a little bit early, so you could get like a little taste of the terror. (laughs) But this time... They did a full-on Taste of Terror event. We went to the event twice. Right. We went once on the opening day of Minion Land as part of all of that activity. And then we purchased tickets to go another time just because we really liked it. And we wanted to go again and get the vibes. And the vibes were good. They were. It was inside of a soundstage at Universal Studios Florida. All these different themed booths with all you care to eat and drink, including a bar. And there was cool music playing, the Last of Us booth, those Stranger Things. We thought it was really fun. I think if you are very, very much a Halloween Horror Nights fan and a foodie and a theme park foodie, this is the kind of, you know, up our alley. So there's two left this weekend, Mm -hmm. and that is because next week, (laughs) Halloween Horror Night starts. The food that was available at this event will be available in the parks for everyone. But it was really cool to see what was coming in advance because there wasn't menus out. We didn't know what we were going to get. What was some food at the Taste of Terror that you're looking forward to at the event. I really like the spicy meatballs. They were like buffalo meatballs. I liked the ravioli, the Last of Us themed dish with the mushrooms. That was really good. I loved how creative that was. The rations can. Yeah. And how it looked like like fungus was coming out the top of it. I mean, it, it was a mushroom. Yeah, so. yeah. Very creative. And I like the walking taco. I think that's going to be a fun one for the event. Grab a walking taco as you head into the queue and you've got a little snack <laughs> before you go. That's right. You gotta like hold your blinky cup like with one arm and like your walking taco with the other. You can make it work. You just gotta like put your head back and just pour the taco in. <laughs> or like a horse just like attach it. And yeah. <laughs> um, also the bloody snowball. The Yeti themed dessert. That was really good. That was the coconut one. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was yummy. I would say that was my top dessert that I'm mm-hmm. really looking forward to getting. Mm-hmm. And food-wise, I was surprised. Mm-hmm. I really like the peanut butter burger. Mm, yeah. No, I did like that, too. I did like it, too. I would never consider eating a burger with peanut butter and jelly <clears throat> jam in it. <laughs> but it was, it was a good combo. It went well. Oh, also the drinks, the new drinks. The drinks were interesting. I, I like the returning drinks. I am a fan of the ghoul juice. The Salt Lake City coffee which was Last of Us themed, was good. You might need that coffee when you're there from open to close. So Mm -hmm. that's a good option to have. But you had a favorite. 
Yeah, the Tinseltown Torment. This was a delicious cocktail. This was a bourbon drink with cherry brandy, chocolate, cranberry, orange, and it tasted like chocolate covered strawberries. I am looking forward. I hope this is gonna be at the event because I will definitely be having a few. I want, yeah, I wonder what booth that was. It was like the witchy booth. So I think it's gonna be this year they have it. Remember we saw over by the bridge. So last year that same booth was by Kid Zone, but this year it's by that bridge uh, between Diagon Alley, London, and Simpsons. Where the big pumpkin was last year. Uh-huh. So this year, you got to go all the way to the back <laughs> to get your potential favorite drink. To get your Tinseltown tournament. That's I, okay. I'm just ready for some pumpkin beers. Yeah. <laughs> I do think that this event was aimed at a niche market. Mm -hmm. And I think for that market, it was great. If you're like a big Horror Nights fan, you like food and drink, you're going to go to the event probably anyway and would have bought these food and drinks and you just wanted to get everything in one go while hanging out at like a cool spooky bar yeah that's what we were saying when we were there it's you know you can eat all the food at the event but it's kind of like hectic because you want to do the houses you want to do the scare zones normally when we're there we would eat you know one or two things on a night not be running around trying to eat everything so this was a really cool way to chill inside like you said it felt like a cool spooky bar lounge hangout and get to try everything that they had on offer in one comfortable air-conditioned soundstage i don't think any all you care to enjoy slash bar in the world you could really sit at and hear one minute stranger things music mm -hmm. next minute last of us music mm -hmm. like where else would you ever get that combination than halloween horror nights very true very true but overall, I think I'm glad we did it. I'm yeah. glad we did it twice. Mm -hmm. We had a lot of fun. I'm a little sad that there's no Scare Actor dining this year. Me too. At least we got to try something different. I don't know what they will do going forward. I hope Scare Actor dining does return one year in the future. We've always really enjoyed Scare Actor dining. It's an experience you can usually book during the event and you can eat before the event starts at a sit down with scare actors roaming around it's really really fun so so far it has not been announced to return this year but we hope that it does maybe this year maybe in a future year we will see universal has had quite a lot going on in the last couple of weeks a lot going on yeah they must be busy over there you quickly mentioned it but we did go to the grand opening of Minion Land, Illuminations Minion Land, I mm. believe it's called. Mm -hmm. So we have not talked about Minion Land yet on the podcast. No, we've saved it because we wanted to wait to talk about it when it grand opened. And it finally has. VillainCon Minion Blast. I think VillainCon Minion Blast is a great addition to the park for kids. Well, for anyone, really. But there is no height requirement for it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that every park should have. Mm -hmm. More variety. More family-friendly rides that anybody can ride, you know? Yeah, and this really feels that as an additional thing for kids. I think one of the, right now there are very few, especially with Kids Zone being under construction to become DreamWorks. And I think this is a fun ride or I guess attraction. It's not really a ride, but Right. <laughs> I had to keep saying that when I was making videos about it like people are calling it a ride, but it's not it's an attraction. It's not a ride in the sense that you don't sit down and ride. It's very unique. I think it is a ride also that has a lot of depth mm. that you don't necessarily realize without mm. using the app. Yeah. We went to the media opening for this they explained to us all the different aspects of the app and without really going into it like you can do a ton you can choose different customizations of your blaster different launchers different weapons you can even collect limited time things that 
for the seasonal events like Mardi Gras and things like that. Yeah, they talked about like having turkeys you could throw during like Thanksgiving time and different things during the holidays and Halloween. It's very gamified. And like you said, there are more layers to it than you see. So basically, if you've seen my video, you've seen my sort of reenactment and experience on it. But if you haven't or you just need a little refresher, you stand on a moving conveyor belt, you have a blaster and you blast at the scenes around you. And there's a lot going on and a lot of different layers. And if you like those type of shooting blasting games in theme parks i think you're gonna love this and i don't think just for kids i think for family members who maybe aren't that big on the thrill rides you know mm -hmm. this is a chill thing that like the whole generation can ride together yeah. you know and if you're a little competitive with your family members mm. then you know who's gonna get that top score there's a leaderboard there's an app it's it's very interesting i do think that you need to get the most out of it you could go in and you could literally just aim at anything and shoot. Yeah, that's what I did at first. <laughs> and it, But it's still fun. Yeah. Whereas you could go in and learn like the app and how to maximize your score. And there's a lot of replayability, which is also good. And the capacity seems quite high. So the line's never going to be like two hours. That's true because it's constantly moving, kind of like a omni-mover type of thing. It moves pretty quickly. So I like that too. Capacity, you know? Any other thoughts on VillainCon Minion Blast? The queue's cool. The inside queue. Yeah, I think there's a lot of cool props and sets inside that inside part of the queue. Really, really enjoyed that. I think it's really creative and fun. Like you said, good for the whole family, good for the kids, no height requirement, no, you know, crazy thrills. And I think every park, like we've talked about before, every park needs balance. You know, you need the big thrill rides, but you need the family fun, friendly rides. So I think this serves that purpose. Yeah, you could have a park just full of roller coasters and scary horror themed rides <laughs> Fort Park. <laughs> I know exactly where you're going with that. <laughs> and have nothing else. For a big family major theme mm. park you need, and I mean we both want, we talk yeah. about it a lot, a yeah. variety of attractions yeah. for your day and for when you come back. Mm. So I think in that regard it's great to see at Universal something different. Mm -hmm. Yeah and then Minion Land itself is just beautiful. It just looks so good. Everything's so bright and colorful you feel like you have stepped in to the films like it just looks amazing yeah and villain con in the film is set in orlando so that's so funny that that tie in there that in the film they're going to orlando to go to villain con it's an actual thing if you haven't seen the movie you need to because it makes it so much neater and then i think one of the best new additions at universal in general i know where you're going with this at both parks uh-huh minion cafe we love Minion Cafe. I did not expect the food. I really, really like it. I'm addicted to Minion Tots. I love the fact that the Minion Tots are not tots. You know, most tots, they're fine, but they're kind of dry. They're they're just all the same thing. Potato barrels. Yeah, potato barrels. But these are not that at all. They are soft, mushy potato inside, almost like mashed potato inside with a hard outside and eat. There are a bunch of different minions. Each one is going to be a different minion on your plate. We've eaten that quite a few times. <laughs> yeah, it's become our favorite place to eat in studios for like a quick meal. You can sit down inside. The theming is so cool inside. It's super easy because they like they put you at a table and you mm -hmm. can mobile order. There is a register if you need it, mm. but it's nice just to be able to have the table. One thing I hate a theme park quick service restaurants mm. is when you go and order food and you have your tray of food. Mm. This could be any theme park. Yeah. And 
I mean, this happens a lot. This happens at, at almost every theme park. Yeah, you're walking around. You're walking around with, with your, your tray, tray. Desperately looking for yeah. a table. Waiting for people to get up when it's busy. They're sitting at a table with like a cup of water, yeah, not like, moving. Like sharks waiting <laughs> yeah. for a prey And you're table. swarming, looking, yeah. you're like, oh, your I, food's uh, getting cold. It's it's an awful feeling. It's horrible, especially yeah. like when you're carrying like five people's food. Yeah, it's not great. So I love this system. Yeah, I like this system too. And it might sometimes mean like a bit of a line outside, but I would rather do that yes. first than carry that goddamn tray <laughs> through a tight space trying to look for a table. I 100% agree. I think it's really organized. It's a great system. And you just know when you get in, you're going to sit, you're going to be comfortable and you're going to get your food. It's lovely. And good food here. Yeah, so I love that Agnes's honeymoon soup. It's like a grilled cheese sandwich, but with pimento cheese and a tomato soup is delicious. And I love the fried cauliflower. Delicious. Uh, honestly, every I like that it's different too. Yeah. It's not your typical theme park food, but it still fits and it looks cute and actually tastes as good as it looks. Mm -hmm. Nothing I've had has been like, I haven't liked. No, so. me neither. Yeah. We've I, tried a bunch of different things, yeah. and uh, honestly, we've liked them all. A worthy replacement for Monsters Cafe? I think that I really, obviously, we both love Universal Monsters, so I miss that theming, but the food is better. Yeah, the, the food, food is, is by far better. Monsters Cafe food was kind of inconsistent towards the end there. It was good for a while, and maybe that's because they were closing and, you know, whatever. But so far, Minion Cafe has been consistently solid i hope it's open during halloween horror nights me too because that'll be a nice imagine walking into the queue with your minion tots oh you know i'm gonna <laughs> i know you're gonna I, it's, it's not great that you can mobile order them from that little window outside mm. they knew what they were doing and speaking of the outside little windows mm. best popsicles i've ever had in a theme park the freeze ray pops are delicious my favorite is the cotton candy mango yeah they really smell and taste like the fruit or whatever thing they're advertised as i don't know how they make that thing smell like cotton candy like i don't know what magic they're doing and then on top of that you have the bake my day bakery yeah really cute also from the films mm -hmm. right because they use an undercover bakery in the mall when they're spying to try to find out who's making the serum, which they also sell as a cute drink in there. There's a giant cupcake on top of this one. And I don't believe those minions are not spying up there. No, they're definitely spying. They're spying on something. Thousand percent. But overall, I think Minion Land is a great addition to Universal Orlando. A good area, good food, mm -hmm. fun ride for everyone, mm -hmm. a good upgrade. Yeah, I think so too, you know. Uh, we didn't know how it was going to play out, but I think it works. And I think it all looks really nice and, and offers something nice in the front of the park. Shrek 40, time <sighs> is time. Yeah, so. I really loved the pre-show room yeah, and the all the props, which are like all over town now and all those stores. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, sitting and watching a screen or like playing a game. We have the DVD with it on, so I'll just put you in the living room and start shaking your chair. <laughs> no, we got please. it. We got, we got Shrek it home we have the glasses because they gave them yeah. out the last day there we go we can recreate it easy that's pretty much it for universal orlando with their new additions dreamworks is replacing kid zone coming next year so that's going to be exciting some new additions halloween horror nights one week away i'm sure we'll have a lot more to say on that after it starts oh yeah we are gonna have a lot more to say and if you missed the episode Prior to this, episode 10, we go into detail about the houses, the scare zones, Dr. Oddfellow. So if you want an in-depth on that, you can listen to it. But we recorded that, obviously, 
recently, so before the event started. So after the event starts, we will, you know, give a lot of updates about what it's all actually like in person in the parks. Halloween Horror Night Special 2 come in. And Expedition Haunts come in. And of course, a video of opening night is coming on the YouTube. Halloween Horror Nights, I, I am ready. Speaking of Halloween, August 11th, Halloween officially started, I would say, in the Orlando area. That's right, because at Walt Disney World. So, you know, what's funny is everyone says Universal, you know, starting early with the Disney actually started Halloween first. Well, Universal's been, you know, building up the park and whatever, but actual events starting at Magic Kingdom, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, August 11th, opening night. We were there. Nice and toasty. Oh, man, it was hot. And we wore costumes. Yeah, we did. Our costumes were inspired by Halloween Horror Nights. That's right. The Vamp 69 Scare Zone inspired us. And so we dressed as hippie vampires. And it was a lot of fun, except for the teeth, dealing with the teeth all night. It was it was a whole thing. We didn't fully think the teeth through. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Eating and drinking. Have to take them out, put them back. Yeah, we, we did it. We did it. I lost it's the mine. best of our. Yeah, I don't know where mine. <laughs> yeah, mine mine disappeared. No, but it's okay. We're vampire hippies in our soul. That's what matters. And we will be vampire hippies inside the Halloween Horror Nights tribute store. Oh yeah. Oh, you want? Oh, you want to? <laughs> yeah. Shh, shh, shh. Why not? So yeah, the Halloween Horror Nights tribute store is doing that thing again, where you can purchase. It's been different every year. You could, it was like a portrait. It was like a gravestone. It was a bottle. And this year it's a comic book cover. And you get a whole comic with it. Yeah, we're so excited. So we decided to, it would be funny for ourselves, <laughs> at least. Yeah, for us at least. To put uh, Vamp 69 Halloween costumes as the picture for our comic book. So yeah. if you do go to the Halloween Horror Nights tribute store this year, Look out for two vampire hippies. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to regret this, but we chose a picture in our Halloween costumes. Yeah, I have a wig on. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Uh, I'm looking forward. Yeah, I'm, I'm I think excited. it's going to make us laugh every time. Yeah, I'll be like, ah, look at those. <laughs> look at those guys. Look at them. Oh, that's me. I got a oh, wig yeah. on. <laughs> uh, but back to Not So Scary. We did yeah. go to opening night. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Riding the teacups as fun, yeah. vampire hippies will be one of my favorite. That was my favorite part of the night. Yeah, me too. We had our fangs fully on. They hadn't fallen out yet. We were we were vibing. We were it was so groovy. Yeah, I like some people said that I looked and sounded like Laszlo from what yeah, we do in the shadows. I loved that. I, I take that as a compliment. Yeah, you should dress like Laszlo and I'll dress like Nadja and Halloween costumes done amazing other than that though that not so scary was fun i was a little sad that they took away the pirates inside pirates of the caribbean mm -hmm. but they did add a band outside a uh, pirate band which was cool yeah it was cool yeah so in the past they had actual pirates in the queue of the ride as part of the event but they didn't do it this year i would like to see some more overlays for the attractions yeah yeah so space mountain was like pitch black uh, yeah. it's like they forgot to turn the it's lights cool, on it's cool but like yeah it's you know it could like be maybe, like the like, Christmas yeah, one like the Christmas. I think is way cooler the Christmas one is amazing amazing yeah, yeah. and then uh, Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor is very fun and very mm -hmm. cute what they do with that but yeah I'd love to see more Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor scares me <laughs> you hate to be called on one time I went in there and they made me well they didn't make me but once you're on that screen and everyone's looking at you, the pressure's on. And they they said they told me to get up and dance. I don't even know what dance I did. I I can picture it. I can picture it. I, 
sadly. Sometimes a little, like I'm doing it right now, like a little. <laughs> and ever since then, or I've like been, a this, I'm, like a this. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, it's shuffling. <laughs> yeah, like a little shuffle with the fists closed and like the arms bent. You I would, would love, love it. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if either of us, if you got picked, I'd love it yeah. even more. Other than that, we got some candy. Got some candy. We tried some treats. I did like how they had more cute specialty treats that were really tasty. They it seemed like they upped the game on those from previous years. The food actually those, like, was almond really good. Witch finger things were really good. The spicy hot dogs. Yeah, those were mm. really good. Those were, I, I thought it was going to be kind of yucky because it looked, I was like, it sounded it, and looked, I was like, oh. It was like 10 minutes before the end of the event. Yeah, I didn't and it even, took forever yeah. to get them. But then I was like, they were this good. is still, it's like sriracha and honey, so it's sweet and spicy. Mm. It was really tasty. Yeah, I would say this is definitely probably one of the better not so scaries I've been to yeah. over the last well, a few times I've been. The fireworks were great. The parade was great. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's something that we'll do once a year, maybe twice at most. We may do it again with family when they come into town, but not like Horror Nights, which we'll do many, many, many times mm -hmm. over the season. Yeah, we may go to one more Not So Scary. Maybe. But we'll go to Horror Nights like, I don't know. <laughs> More than, time, yeah. more than you would think more than you need to know <laughs> no hat box ghost though yeah so haunted mansion closed for a brief refurbishment and a lot of people were speculating because disney has said that they're gonna put hat box ghost in the walt disney world haunted mansion and you know is he gonna be in there is he gonna be in there but he wasn't but what did we see a curtain of doom a curtain where a curtain. something was manifesting Ooh, so right by that and by something i mean a man was installing it <laughs> Right by the sort of endless hallway thing, or the mirrors, the endless yeah. mirrors. Uh, there was a big curtain, and it looks like that's where they're going to pop him in. Just pop him right in. Pop him right in. We mm. have not seen the movie yet. This is true. I, I don't know why. We want to. Haunted Mansion is my favorite ride. I, I, we just... It gets to a point with us yeah. that when a movie has been out for like three weeks, and we haven't seen it yet on like opening night, mm. we always wait for it to come out at home. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I feel like this is going to be the case. I'm excited yeah. to watch it. Me too. Uh, I've heard mixed reactions. Very mixed. I feel like I have heard 50-50. Mm -hmm. Half the people I've talked to have told me they really liked it. It's really fun. It makes it make sense why Hatbox Ghost is where he's going to be. And... And it's great. And then half have said they hated it and that yeah. it's full of product placement. That's the one spoiler I've gotten. A lot of people say they really didn't like it. And I don't yeah. know why. So I'm curious to see it even more. We'll have more. to judge for ourselves. Yeah. But we will definitely watch it. For sure. Not so scary. You had a fun interaction with some ghosts outside in the key. Yeah. I love very, that. Very dramatic reaction. <laughs> That was very, very fun. I love that they have the characters in the queue as you're uh, going into Haunted Mansion for this event. That's probably one of my favorite things. They're so funny. They're so like quick. Yeah, like, their improv skills are like yeah. top tier, top tier. Finally at Disney, one last thing. You didn't even write this down. This is. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at you like, huh? What's not? This isn't on the outline. Trams are coming back. Oh. The last two parks are finally getting their trams back before the end of the year, which is a good thing for everybody. Mm, the parking lot trams that take you from where you parked to the far, far away entrance Epcot of the Epcot and Hollywood Studios. So, mm. yeah, I mean, 
good for people who need the trams. Yeah, for whatever for reason, mobility issues, yeah. your feet hurt, you're tired, you're carrying kids and strollers and family and just they, everybody. They did say they were coming back last year, but yeah, it's been, it's close, been a minute. Yeah. Close. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know what's going on with that. But hey, they're coming back. It would have been nice to have them during this super hot summer. This has been a very hot summer. And as someone who is not one naturally acclimatized to the climate of Florida mm -hmm. after all this time of living here, mm -hmm. it's a bit hot. And as someone who has lived here my entire life, it's a bit hot. <laughs> <laughs> it has been a very hot summer. It's been unseasonably like extreme, like they've been heat warnings out. It's been bad. Mm -hmm. And there's no, I mean, no we, end in sight. Yeah, we've tried everything. We've tried fans. Oh, yeah. We've tried, Ugh. I mean, just drinking cold water. Yeah. That, that helps. It does help. Having cold drinks. Ducking from building to building. Yeah, staying in the AC, carrying around little fans. It all helps a little, but you're still hot. Wearing mm. a wig. That doesn't help. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, there is one more Disney thing. It's not news, but it's something we did. We did. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was so good. We stayed at the cabins at Fort Wilderness. I've never stayed in the cabins before. I've always wanted to. Disney has announced that they will be removing the current cabins which as i said in the video a fun fact they're actually like mobile homes or not homes but mobile home type things made to look like cabins but that makes absolutely no difference to the experience they're cabins you know for all intents and purposes i went down a rabbit hole of this i was fascinated by the history of these cabins mm. So originally, Fort Wilderness added wilderness homes, which were essentially small mobile homes back in the 80s. Mm. So not when the resort opened, it opened as purely like an RV campground. And then after that, they replaced those in the late 90s with these current version of the cabins. Mm. And the inside of these cabins have changed a little in that time. Mm -hmm. And now finally, these cabins will be replaced with these DVC cabins. I feel like there's a mixed response to how they look because they no longer look like like cozy cabins yeah we stayed there and we really enjoyed it it did feel really cozy and cute it's like glamping you know it's not full-on camping but it's like cozy comfy camping that has a little bit of a rustic feel and you're you're in the campground and i love the log cabin look and theming with the wood paneling and the beams on the ceiling and all that but i get i mean they've been there since the late 90s like i get why they'd want a refreshed refurbished situation mm -hmm. and I'm sure they'll do some changes with the actual inside layouts, like where mm -hmm. the bed's position and add some charging ports and things like that. Yeah, make it more modern. But yeah. the concept art for the new cabins looks completely different. They don't look like log cabins at all anymore. They look like sheds. They look like uh, shipping containers almost, like very modern and yeah. nicer, obviously. And, but like, And this won't be the first time we've stayed in shipping containers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it will not. Weirdly enough, theme park shipping containers. But yeah, those are scheduled to open in 2024. So we really wanted to stay in the cabins the way they are now before they make that change. And it was like, it's now or never. We have the time. We can do this. Let's do this. And There's pass holder discounts. We got a really, really good pass holder discount. It's like 35% off right now. It's really good. And that was another thing that helped a lot and made that decision for us and Man, we had a great time. The inside gave me the feel of like when we stayed at All Star Sports with the unrenovated rooms and it feels like a you can definitely tell it's an older room, mm. but it didn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Like all the furniture is kind of older and the whole experience driving around in a golf yeah, cart. Yeah, we rented a golf cart. It was the best. We will. I want a golf cart. <laughs> Go to Publix in the golf cart. Oh, my God. 
the grilling outside was really fun really fun everything's there like your cutlery uh yeah it's like fully stocked so that was really fun and then the pool crockett's tavern we tried i tried a chili cocktail yeah crockett's tavern has a brand new menu like we knew trails end had changed but crockett's tavern has and yeah we tried some drinks and food and it was nice and if you want to see more on that the video is up on super enthused youtube channel <laughs> uh, but we had a great stay. Yeah. I loved it. Wish we had more time there. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll get to stay there again before it changes. That would be awesome. I'm curious how next year they're going to do it if they're going to close like one cabin loop and replace yeah. that one while the rest stay open. Like that... 2024 is right around the corner. Yeah. Are they just going to pop them out? Like pop on a truck, pop it out, and pop the new ones in? If it's anything like the trams, it'll be 2025. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen enough construction going on there to convince me. We saw a few trees cut down. Mm, mm-hmm. I'll but see. that was it. So we'll see. Oh, it was really cool too because... The Fort Wilderness Campground is famous for people decorate for Halloween and Christmas. And there were some campsites with Halloween decorations up already. And it was awesome. You got so excited. I really did. I really did. All right. So that is basically what we've been up to. There's a little bit more, but we'll talk about that coming up because there's Halloween Horror Nights and there's a lot of cool things. But that's kind of like a summary of what we've kind of been what are theme park news and updates but you want to talk about some other stuff going on in the world of themed entertainment fury 325 reopened at carowinds yay the news we'd all been waiting for if you are a theme park newsy type of person you know they had a big crack was found in the support they came out they fixed it all up they checked all the other supports fixed another little thing I love Fury and mm-hmm. I'm very glad. I hope we get out there to ride it again soon. Me they too. Did, they did a quick job of yeah. keeping everyone informed of what was happening with I really it. like how they kept everyone informed uh, and they were very transparent with the process. That I get a lot of respect for that. And it's been a little bit since we've been to Carowinds. So we hope to get back soon. And Fury 325 is a wonderful, it's a, what, the kind of coaster that feels like you're flying. It's a BNM. It's kind of similar to a Mako type of a feel where it just feels lovely. Like you're just so soaring through the air and you know no headache no issues just wonderful so yeah look forward to that some other news not theme park related but theme park adjacent i would say Mm -hmm. disney cruise line like the ocean is adjacent to the land that is true (laughs) epcot and in real life Hmm. uh so the disney treasure disney cruise line's newest ship that you know hasn't gone public yet the latest ship to join the fleet disney has said to tune into the disney parks blog on wednesday august 30th at 11 o'clock a.m eastern time for a special look at what's on board during a virtual grand reveal event <gasps> sounds exciting it's going to be a similar layout to the disney wish mm. which we both love mm-hmm. we've been on twice it's actually the cruise ship of disney's that we've been on the most yeah and it's the newest yeah because it's at port canaveral now so so i feel like it will be a very similar layout but it will be like different theme stuff instead of hyperspace lounge there'll be like something else so it's really exciting i hope we find out exactly or not exactly but at least yeah. some of the themes that are going to be on there look it's a sign up I better sign up. You better oh, sign you're all up. set. We got <laughs> you on ready. the list. <laughs> okay. They know. They Woo-hoo! know. <laughs> Discover a whole new world aboard the Disney Treasure, the latest ship to join the Disney Cruise Line fleet. Get ready to soar on a shining, shimmering, splendid adventure where the world we know meets fantastic worlds of the imagination. Hmm. It'll be cool. Whatever it is, it'll be fun. We did our first Disney cruise in 2022, right? Yeah. Yeah, just it was last May year. May of 2022. And we've done two more since then. So three we've done. And, you know, before that, I wasn't that 
into the idea of cruises. I never thought I'd do a Disney cruise. I mean, I love Disney, but I was like, I don't know. It seems like it's just for kids and I'm just not sure. But we have learned quite a bit. And man, Disney cruises for everybody. When they used to announce like new Disney cruise stuff, I yeah. was like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Now I'm exactly. like, give me every yeah, detail. Give me all the news. Yeah, we have discovered there are adult-only areas on each ship, adult-only pools. There are bars, special lounges that after a certain time of night are adult-only. Not that anything has to be adult-only. We can enjoy everything that's family-friendly. But there's also like a four adults kind of element to Disney cruising that we didn't know about before we started to do it. Like Nightingales, the Cinderella-themed yeah. bar on The Wish. Oh, amazing. Again, a lot of people had mixed feelings about The Wish when it came out. Yeah. And I don't think... I don't think it was warranted. No. And I think a lot of the criticism came from longtime cruisers. Yeah. People that had cruised a lot on mm -hmm. the older ships, which I get. I totally get. I guess it is warranted for those who had cruised so much. Yeah. And for them, it was so different. And we obviously don't... We had cruised yeah, on one, one other ship before, yeah. so... Which we loved. <laughs> which we loved. Oh, we love the dream. So, I mean, I and get that it's different, but... Any plans to go on any other ships? I want to go on all the ships. Any plans in the works? We do have plans in the works. <laughs> Our next cruise is booked, and it is on a different ship, isn't it? It is. <gasps> but anyway, that more of that when it gets closer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Around the US, there's been a few different offerings coming up. Mm. Silver Dollar City announced their new attraction. It is Fire in the Hole, which was actually a ride already at the park called Fire in the Hole. Yeah. But this is a new version of Fire in the Hole, taking it up to a more themed and modern experience. The sister ride of your favorite, Blazing Fury. At Dollywood, fire in the hole. <laughs> so this is really cool that they've like taken a part of their literal history and made a new version of it. There's not many parks that would do that. Yeah, like paying homage to a beloved attraction that's, you know, existed for so long and they're like, we need something new, but. The original is still open until the end of this year. <sighs> And I don't so, know if we're we're going to try. We're going to try and get there, hopefully. Yeah. Speaking of RMC, who are making the new Fire in the Hole, mm -hmm. they announced a new coaster type for them for themselves, which is the Wild Moose. Mm, a little take on Wild Mouse. The day before they announced this, RMC messaged me on Twitter. They asked me to post a piece of a puzzle, basically, a picture of this ride. And they sent it to a bunch of YouTube creators, Instagram, like coaster, coaster enthusiasts. Yeah. And each person posted theirs. And the response and the time that it took people it to put this like together. It was instantaneous. It was like... Amazing. Very impressive. Insane to me. <laughs> yeah. I, I was waiting, like, who's going to yeah. put this together? I want to see the whole thing. It was like a mystery solved, like, And RMC anything. said they were going to put out clues, but people guessed it so fast. Like, yeah. we didn't even have to give the clues. But they have announced a brand new ride design. It's called the Wild Moose. It is a take on the classic Wild Mouse style coaster. It's a smaller coaster that will fit in spaces where Wild Mouses could have fit. I love Wild Moose. I think that's really cute, yeah. yeah. But it will be interesting. I can't wait to see which parks get one of these and what they're like. Uh, nice to see RMC doing a more family style roller coaster with yeah, this true. and fire in the hole. Yeah, that's that's true. They're definitely widening their portfolio and adding in a lot of variety, very well-rounded, not just, you know, rehabbing old wooden coasters into hybrid anymore, yeah. but making their own and 
really expanding crazy for such a company that started off so small and yeah. it, it's really cool to see and i can't wait to see what they come up with in the future me too it's got brand new trains as well so different restraints and openings so it'll be really cool to see who gets the first wild moose <laughs> fort park in the uk mm. have been putting out teasers for project exodus it is now officially happening next year fort park will open the tallest roller coaster in the uk Ah. It will surpass the big one after all these years, since 1994, oh my as the new tallest roller coaster in the UK. Is it called the bigger one? It should be. <laughs> I'm a little, like, the big one for me, my whole life, basically, has been the tallest roller coaster in the UK. The big one is crazy. That drop is... <sighs> when you're oof. up at that top and you're looking out over the sea, it feels really scary. Yeah, it feels, it definitely feels scary <laughs> even all this time. And it yeah. is a really fun ride. It is. I'm like I'm a little sad that yeah. it will be Why overtaken. Why you gotta top the big one? Come on! Yeah, Fort Park's new coaster is going on the former area of Logger's Leap, mm. which don't get me started about Logger's oh, Leap. I know he misses it. <laughs> I never got to experience that, but but it is good that Fort Park finally getting a new roller coaster. Mm. The last one, the Swarm, was a long time ago. So oh, wow, yeah, it'll be exciting to see what this one comes out with. They have not announced the name or the theme or anything like that yet. Mm. They've just been putting out some teasers and there is a mini POV of it. They're also teasing their scare event, right? Yeah, Fright Nights. Fright Nights. Yeah, so there's a. Looks maybe like there's one a, year we'll get to do some UK haunts. They're doing like these little icon-ish kind of characters, very horror nightsy inspired. Yeah, it, it feels like. And this year is a toy maker. Yeah, I saw that one. So I like that they're trying to yeah be bring creative, it, be and creative, do different things, and yeah. bring it together, and yeah, it's it'll fun. be cool. So a really big one is there's a brand new theme park. That has been announced called American Heartland Theme Park. They're planning to open it in Oklahoma. It's part of a huge development and it's scheduled to open in 2026. So I'm just looking here at the website and it says turning a vision into reality. American Heartland Theme Park and Resort is more than $2 billion entertainment destination development in Northeast Oklahoma just west of Grand Lake on Route 66, which, love that. The development will be built in phases, starting with a large-scale RV park with cabins, a film and television studio, and a world-class theme park and resort. So, And it says the American Heartland theme park will offer a visitor experience rivaling the world's top resort destinations, which we know what they mean by that. We know they mean the Disneys and the Universals and the big... I've interesting. Been, I've been burnt before by Yeah, that's this. bold. So... <laughs> The, the London, London Disneyland. Yeah, I I, I'm hopeful it will happen, but until I see like it yeah. actually being built, my head just can't get past that London resort. Yeah, it's kind of like hopeful that that something will happen and it will be as grand as they're claiming, but also a little wary that like is this is this legit? Look yeah. at this mission statement. Mansion Entertainment Group is on the verge of becoming the most powerful entity in family entertainment. Sounds scary. Wow, I'm scared. We're very intrigued yeah, and we'll I, be watching the development of this as things happen. I like the, I know some people who have actually worked on this. This is like a real thing that they are working on. Mm -hmm. I just, I can't get past that years and years of them in London saying this London resort mm -hmm. has come in. Mm -hmm. We've got the money. We're getting the money. We haven't got the money. It's getting approved. It's not getting approved. They're mm -hmm. fighting whoever to make it and mm -hmm. until i just find it so hard to 
yeah. believe this is actually going to happen. Me but too. if it does, I mean, that's great for everyone. I'm looking here at their executive committee and it's full of Disney Imagineers mm-hmm. and executives and very interesting. I don't know if it's the investor or who it is, but he, he runs like Pizza Hut franchises, I believe. Mm. And now they have a like a TV entertainment company. So I've, I haven't heard of them before this Mm-mm. was announced. Hopefully it does go ahead. If they build it to what they're showing, they're going to build it. I mean, mm. it's got potential to be good. Look, there's like a computer animated video here. Yeah. Kind of looks like King's Island at the front here. They've got concept art for each of the lands. You can yeah. kind of see like what they think attractions would come. So A lot of trees. I like that. It's more really than we ever saw of the London Resort. That's true. All you saw was that same concept art yeah. over and over again. So yeah, as we learn more, we'll keep you updated on that. Oh, back to the UK. Ah, The Big Dipper mm-hmm. celebrated 100 years Happy birthday, Big Dipper. Happy birthday, Big Dipper. A classic. Yeah, I've I've ridden the Big Dipper. I don't know how many other Americans have. Probably some. Yeah. But maybe not that many. But I'd say classic. I'd say a little painful. That's what you get with those. A hundred years. Like imagine a car a hundred years For on. sure. That I'm surprised it even still runs. I'm happy for it. And I just love old classic attractions. So I'm glad I've been able to do it. Tiana's Palace is opening over in Disneyland, and we'll talk more about Disneyland coming up in a future episode. I think we'll put a pin in that and and talk about it later. And finally, I think that pretty much is the major things that come to my mind and that I wrote down of (laughs) news coming of what we wrote down you know there's yeah. always a lot happening oh legoland florida is gonna have their halloween event coming up uh well, brick or treat that actually brings me to the next thing Ooh. haunt season Woo. including non-scary haunts like mm-hmm. legoland is nearly here it's literally the end of august september is knocking on the door right around the corner and we are ready we we really enjoy haunt season i think everybody enjoys it in a different way and i love everything we both do from big theme park well-produced haunts to smaller local independent haunts get so creative but more than just haunts like i love going to the store and looking at halloween stuff we love lighting pumpkin candles and putting on spooky music and watching movies and drinking pumpkin spice latte i love cozy pumpkin old school fall autumn vibes all of it i was gonna say pumpkin spice latte because we literally (laughs) had it today yeah had our first pumpkin spice latte of 2023 today and it was Everything I could have hoped for. Every year I think, is it going to be as good as I remember? Am I going to enjoy it as much? Mm. I took that first sip. Oh my God. It is. It's just so good. And Um, so we have pretty much full haunt lineups now for a lot of the major parks here. SeaWorld, Howler Scream, well, both Howler Screams, Tampa mm -hmm. and SeaWorld. Mm -hmm. Halloween Horror Nights, local haunts, Mm -hmm. Californian haunts. (laughs) haunts around the u.s there there's a lot of hauntiness going on a lot of and i i can't wait to experience them all me too so let us know what haunts and attractions wherever you are in the world that you will be visiting this year i'd like to hear about them yeah we love to learn about new and different things are you going to halloween horror nights and which house are you most excited for i asked that last time but i still want to know i still want to know and now especially that they we have more details actually let me change it okay if you're going to halloween horror nights Mm -hmm. which house are you aiming to go to first that's a good one that's a good one which are you trying to go to not the same question 
slightly different version. And, you know, some folks may be going to Halloween Horror Nights in Hollywood over in California and some here in Orlando. Some folks might be. I don't know which folks. Some folks. Definitely some folks. (laughs) We'll see. I did put out a new Expedition Extinct video. Uh, It is about Mr. Blobby. If you don't know who Mr. Blobby is, I I explain it. (laughs) (laughs) I explain in quite some depth who Mr. Blobby is in the video. So if you head over to my channel, Expedition Theme Park, you can learn about the history of not only Mr. Blobby, but his tourist attractions, which failed very badly. (laughs) One nearly made tourism fail in a whole town forever. And two, his music career. It's it's a thing, you know, for me as an American, I had never heard of this character started out as a comedy thing and led to theme parks and attractions and all this failed, interesting stuff. And your video is very, very well done and well researched and interesting and funny as usual. So everyone should definitely go watch (laughs) it. Expedition Theme Park on YouTube. How how many times did you hear that Mr. Blobby song while I was editing it? Mr. Blobby. <laughs> that was actually really good. Too many times. I, I don't want to hear that song for no at least more. a few weeks. What did I say by the time you joined? I said, no more, Mr. Blobby. I saw like a ton of people reply saying they should have Mr. Blobby at a haunt. No. Too scary. Too scary. Too scary. Way too scary. <laughs> uh, Not Scary Farm celebrating its 50th year this year. So cool. The original theme park haunt. So that's really cool. I can't wait to see that me too we love not scary farm and i've never been to not scary farm and you know maybe maybe we're popping over there this year i think we pretty much gave that away i already. mean it's, it's booked but you never know so you i like to know. just leave that open knock on wood it all goes through and we go and i get to go for my first time and i'm hyped because everybody's like you're gonna love it you're gonna love it you're gonna love it hopefully it's, they're not lying to me it's very very you're scary love it. <laughs> Very, very that's how scary. that's how they say it to me. Yeah. They just you're gonna love it, Jackie. They shake you. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay, you will love it. Yeah, very scary. Yeah, very scary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, as always, you can email in questions to expeditionenthused at gmail.com you can tweet us. Well, x us, I guess. Uh, Do they still call it tweets? I'm gonna call it tweet. You can tweet. X us. Sounds awful. You can thread us. None of them sound great. Tweet no. tweet just rolls off the tongue. Yeah, tweet. You can tweet us at, you know, Sam is Expedition Theme Park and I am super enthused. And you can hashtag Expedition Enthused. Give us the old, ha- I'm doing the hashtag symbol with my fingers right now. I don't know if you can hear it. Give I, us the old hashtag. I hear it. Hashtag Aruni. Sorry. <laughs> and if you do enjoy this podcast, please feel free to go and leave a review on your podcast listening app platform of choice of choice yeah the reviews really do help and we read them and they're amazing and we're really grateful for you know everybody being so cool and also when people tag us on instagram and stories that they're listening and like a picture of them on the treadmill or them in their car like wherever they're listening sometimes people with like their cat snuggled up or their dog i love those those make my day and if you are driving right now, hope you're enjoying your drive. It's going good. <laughs> That's right. And if you are on the treadmill right now, you're doing great. Come on, just a little faster. You can do it. You Keep on going. Keep this. steady. Keep steady. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're doing anything else, I don't know, vacuuming. Petting your dog. I'm not going to go through everything you could be doing, yeah. but I hope you're having a great I day. I have a little Bluetooth speaker and I listen to podcasts in the shower and in the bathroom while I'm getting ready sometimes. So You do. And I listen to them. You while can hear you them through the wall. <laughs> yeah. But whatever you're doing today, 
Thank you so much for listening. I yes. hope you're having a great day. I as well hope that. This was episode 11. So coming up will be episode 12. We kind of don't have a schedule for the podcast because we like to do an episode when we have a good chunk of things to talk about. And we do so much. And my YouTube channel is pretty current. So if you want to see what we're doing in real time, you can follow us both on Instagram, Twitter, X, whatever. YouTube really is our primary thing. And then the podcast, we absolutely love doing this. You know, probably be like maybe two episodes a month, maybe two or three episodes a month right now. That may change. Subject to change. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, we've just we love you. Is that it, Sam? I think that's it. We've gone through the list. Yeah. We've checked it twice. We're going to find out who's not next is next. Christmas. Oh, my gosh. Literally 23. Zoom, 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 zoom. Enjoy every minute. But for now, it's Halloween time. Da, 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 da. I don't know what that song was. I, I don't know. Ooh, <laughs> bitches and goblins and pumpkins delight. Wolves howling at the moonlight. Sometimes I like to sit here and not say anything and just let you go and just see where this goes. It's going. It's going somewhere. But for now, thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. As always, stay enthused. And we will see you next time.